You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hey, everybody. This is your hostess, Lakeisha Mazur, and welcome to the Overlooked Business Basics Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about overlooked business love. Now, how many years of experience do you have? How many jobs have you had? How many books have you read? What kinds of books have you read? How many classes have you attended? What type of classes have you attended? Have you ever been to a seminar? Have you ever been on a webinar? Have you ever taken part for things years and years and years? Guess what? You've built up experiences. And that's why I asked all those questions to get those juices flowing. And because you've built up those experiences, these experiences have now become the delicious treasure trove of knowledge gold that you are not using. And that is why, audience, I'm revealing overlooked lessons of valuable experiences in business. Now, L-O-V-E is an easy way to remember this. And in the state of easy, here are three lessons of valuable experiences that you may have forgotten. Lesson one, managing expectations. Now, we all learned this in school growing up, and nobody said it would be easy being an optimistic entrepreneur or being a full-time business owner. Now, I would say part-time business owner, but there really is no such thing when you're first getting started. And even then, if you're past your first to second year being in business, I'd say, hey, congratulations, you're there. But it's really that five-year mark, says the stats, that really make a difference, depending on how properly you set up your business which would be the way you market, the way you do your sales, and of course, your legal setup. And even when you qualified for funding or you're still trying to look for funding, one of the key points, no matter what you're doing, is managing your expectations. Well, all expectations, but 
you can only really manage yours. You can manage your expectations in what you want to do. You know, you got to know your limits at some point. You can manage your expectations in the business idea. Manage it in the business product. You know, the way that you deliver it, the way that you find customers, the way that you engage with customers. Managing your expectations by having those small wins, you know, to get to your big checkpoints. I mean, it's a mentally healthy thing to do for yourself, your business, right? It allows you to stay focused. Having those small wins as you get to your bigger checkpoints. I mean, isn't that why you started your business in the first place? And of course, managing those expectations also allows you to have those grace cushions you so desperately need when things don't go your way. You know, like when your bills are higher than the business income. I'm just keeping it real. (laughs) When you're in the red versus in the black. Especially in those first couple of months. But of course, realistic expectations of even funding your business is one of those things that you can easily have a draft idea when creating a business plan. I mean, you've heard the old adage of it, right? If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. I would put that at true. It's an oldie, but it's still a goodie. However, you do have a higher chance of achieving what you want to do for your business if you write it down. Now, by what percent for those analytics that like their stats? I'm not really sure. But it's a higher percentage than not writing it down. And you can take that to the bank every day, all day. And guess what? When you actually do move into action, the stuff that you wrote down, your percent of getting it done increases that much higher, probably double. Why? Because you might actually look at it and read it, and it might actually be on your mind versus you writing it down and being shuffled away under some paperwork. Which brings us to lesson two, risk management. Now, we all learned this as kids growing into an adult. I bet you a quarter that you can't. 50 bucks says that you won't. I dare you to. If a body's raffle ticket. Oh, I got to play my numbers. Sure, this is safe. I built it with my own two hands. There's this contest 
and I just know I can win it. Well, see, there you go. All the samples of different types of risk management. But I'm going to break it down into four parts of risk management that you need to know about. Finances. Now, how much can you afford to risk? Investing finances in your business is what I'm talking about. The founding finances, if you will. (laughs) Now, if you are just starting out and you find that your business funding requires more than you make as you're transitioning from a full-time job, then you need to scale slow. (laughs) Now, there's been many a time where people have pulled out money from, say, their house to start a business. I mean, the banks give you envelopes all the time. Pull money out of your house if you have a house. But no matter where you get those finances, there's always a risk. Now, when you invest in yourself, did you know there's a little bit of risk there when you invest in yourself? Yes, yes, there is. Now, when you invest finances in other avenues, courses, programs, now there's still risk there. So when it comes to finances on starting a business, and of course, making sure that business can run if is if that income is not coming in from your current marketing efforts. You need to be on top of that and you need to be aware of it. I mean, it's risk management. And at the same time, it's still from lesson one, managing those expectations. So you can make sure that you have a cushion. This will help safeguard this. You know, when you're first starting out, you take out little of your personal finances to become your own financier, your own bank to start your business until you can get business credit or business loan, whatever chooses your fancy. So when you are bootstrapping, you don't have to start as if you didn't have anything at all. But do make sure that when you start that business, you have enough for business expenses for at least a couple of months, as well as making sure your own personal finances are on point. Now, remember, business finances and personal finances are not the same, nor should they be mixed. So it is important to make sure that your personal finances are on point, especially if you know the types of things you plan on doing to earn your money and if they don't pay for a couple of months. Some sales cycles in industries are not just one and done. There's a lot of red tape. Can your household even stand that? Now remember, At the same time you make your business budget, make sure that household budget is right alongside of it, especially if you're solo, because more than likely your 
taking a salary from your company or some kind of other disbursement. Now, of course, for more on that, please do talk to your tax professional on how to properly do that. And at the same time, if your business partner happens to be your spouse, then both of you need to sit down and take a look at those numbers. And with that, I'm moving on to the risk management of time. Ah, yes, time. Now, how much time do you plan on really running your business? Like when you're first starting out, you need to understand how much time it's going to take you to learn what you need to learn. And it's also going to take you away from things that you like to do. But guess what? Some of those things that you actually like to do, they're not income-producing activities of your time anyway. I mean, they're probably not even personal relationship-related. I mean, not unless you get paid to watch TV or play video games. And I think even being paid to post content on social media ranks right up there. Yes, those are real job occupations, but the market for that is pretty slim, basically because of consistency. So weigh the cost of your time because the time you spend running your business and doing your day-to-day or just starting your business and trying to gather all the resources That's time. And that's time you are not going to get back. And we all have the same 24 hours in a day. So you need to make sure that you don't risk too much of it doing the wrong activities. If you haven't prioritized your time to run your business effectively, now would be the time to do that. It's never too late to do that. You want to be able to show love into your business and not let it burn you out because you can love your business, but sometimes your business just doesn't love you back. And this could be because you didn't prioritize your time correctly. If you have not heard of time blocking, it's a great thing. And I recommend it to my clients because I do it myself. Now, whenever I take on something new, or add something to my routine, my business routine, I make a marketing plan for it. And it includes the initial investment cost, as well as the expectation ROI. And if the numbers don't make sense, I don't act on it. If I'm not sure, I'll ask my business partner. Now, there is revelation in conversation. So when I'm presenting to him, I am also able to pinpoint flaws or bonuses in which I would like to move forward with. Why? Because you're talking out loud to someone. And we all know as we're talking out loud, other things race through our head. So sometimes we answer our own question. Now, I also... Try not to have emotion in the presentation. (laughs) And that is just easier said than done, audience, since my business partner is also my spouse. 
So no emotion. It's bad for business. Okay. Decisions and decision-making should be when you are calm and have a sound mind and whatever that looks like for you. Okay. No pressure, no stress, nothing under duress. That's the best way to prevent business mistakes. Risk management when it comes to equipment. All right. Now, since there are so many things that are considered equipment, depending on what you do for a living or what you want to do for a living, you know, there's heavy machinery, there's printing presses, a cricket cutter, a hot glue gun, a hair clippers, you know. I mean, it's equipment. It's very broad. Definitely when needing any kind of equipment, do know the risk of it though, as in the risk of using it versus not using it. The risk of buying name brand versus off brand to save a few dollars. Yes, bootstrappers, I'm talking to you. There's also the risk of buying the equipment new versus the equipment used. Yes, bootstrappers, I'm talking to you. (laughs) Because some pieces of equipment can depreciate and there is a financial cost for that. And if you're not sure, make sure you talk to your tax professional for things like depreciation on equipment and how that ties into taxes. And finally, the fourth category on risk management, people. All right. First off, and I say this with love, nobody is going to care about your business more than you, unless you have a business partner. And depending how many business partners, that's how many people are going to care about the business. Example, because I know you need one. If you have three business partners, that's you and three other people that care about your business. So you got that? (laughs) Even when you hire employees or just have virtual assistants, you gotta know that there is a risk to hire them, whether financially or you may fear the fact that they may screw something up, I mean, which is probably why you wouldn't delegate in the first place. But just know if you hire professionals or if you don't and you go the bootstrap route and you have interns, you have to train them. I repeat, you have to train your virtual assistants. You have to train your employees. You have to train your non-paid interns. And of course, what is the risk of training them? Well, they're going to know your secret sauce. But I've gotten good news for you. If (laughs) you are legally protecting your business, well, you might need a non-disclosure agreement, right? Do not compete clause in their contracting paperwork, no matter who that you're hiring. 
And if you are not sure of any of these types of paperwork, well, you're going to have to talk to your lawyer, your business lawyer. Because the more people you involve in your business, the more risk management on the people angle that you have to deal with. And side note, be aware of consistent financial transparency when you have business partners. That's financial, that's people, that's its own thing. And finally, we've got lesson three. Look within yourself for ready solutions. Now, we have all learned this when people around us see the solutions we have given them and remind us of it. You know, the things that we do for others that we can actually do for ourselves, but we forget. Now, sometimes what you're looking for is really in your own backyard. This is not the same as being a know-it-all and putting everything on your shoulders because nobody knows it all and nobody wants everything on their shoulders despite their attitude about it. And this is not about bootstrapping because you don't have a budget to hire someone. What this means is you actually have the knowledge to do whatever you're trying to accomplish. So you don't have to go out and buy a product or a service or hire a person because it's actually in you. Now, it is once you discover what's in you and you bring it out by taking action, utilizing that knowledge that you've already obtained. And if at that moment, after using this inner knowledge, this inner skill that you forgot you had, if it does not perform in your business the way you want, it is at that point, audience, that you can shift that delegation of that skill to someone else. Virtual assistant, employee, intern, maybe another business partner that is maybe better at that area. Because sometimes, as business owners and optimistic entrepreneurs, we are ready for the solution. And whoever sends us the great email about that webinar or that great sales email to redirect us to something, or maybe we're scrolling on social media and something catches our eye which is usually a sponsored ad, by the way. I repeat, it is usually a sponsored ad. (laughs) We seem ready to just relinquish whatever small struggle we're having because we didn't take time to search within ourselves actually for the answer. You know, and it only takes a small moment to search for that 
Maybe it's that quiet, you know, that quiet you're supposed to make time for that I had mentioned in episode 30, right? All because we're uncomfortable with that small little struggle and we seek out quick remedy. But remember, sometimes you're your own quick remedy. And this is because we didn't know we had it within ourselves. And only at that point, we have deep discovery, true deep discovery. We are our real true key of success. And even if you have a team, you still have to have it within you to put together the team and assign them a task. And just know that everything is working cohesively the way you want it to. So you can have business growth, business success, and business sustainability. Whether it's inflation or in a recession, you are your real true key to success. In closing, it doesn't matter what you do for a living. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you forget your L O V E <laughs> lessons of valuable experiences in business, you are counting yourself out without even knowing. It can be an overlooked business basic done more often than you think. All right. So no longer will you forget your L O V E. Lessons of Valuable Experiences in Business. I mentioned three that you can reflect on quickly. Managing expectations, looking within yourself for readily solutions, risk management, and the subcategories. Finance, time, equipment, and people. So thank you for listening. And audience, here's my call to action. Subscribe to my show. I repeat, subscribe to my show. And here's my call to action for the people that like extra credit on top of that. Go ahead, check out my website, legalhelpforbiz.com to see how we're making a difference in the lives of others with our services and how to become our client. And I look forward to bringing you more overlooked business basics because once it's revealed, it cannot be concealed. Until next time, I'm your hostess. Lakeisha Mazer. Have a great day. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.